Hey there. Before we get started, we wanted to let you know that this episode contains content that may be alarming to some listeners. Please check the show notes for more detailed descriptions and take care of yourself, always. Hey, this is Jasmine and this is episode three of How's My Girl? So I have to admit, this is one of my favorite episodes and I'm so glad that we decided to share this voice memo exchange. It happened in the morning. Alicia was doing her morning pages out of the artist's way. And she kind of had this like huge revelation that she messaged me about. And it sparks this conversation about what it means to be a woman in the world. A woman taking up space. And I think to be, first of all, someone that identifies as a woman someone that presents as a woman and then someone navigating the world as a woman in a very male-dominated space is full of so many different emotions and so many different nuances. And I feel like we handled this conversation considering the topic. We handled it very gracefully. And I was listening back to it and I feel very proud of it. So we hope you guys enjoy it and... We can't wait to share more. So again, this is episode three of How's My Girl. Okay, I've had a couple of realizations the past couple days um, that have come out in my morning pages and I wanted to share them. And first of all, I hope you're having a good week. Let me know how you are. So, and I don't know, you have to remind me if you grew up religious did you i can't remember in this moment but i realized and this is something that like i have always kind of had knowledge of or anxiety about in the back of my mind i just never really like worked through it which is this well that i'm projecting onto the universe this idea that my altruism is tied to my success which is totally I feel like religious based and not only that but like patriarchal so the you know basically women having to act a certain way be a certain way in order to be not only validated in society but like have success and yeah and I I feel like doing that with the universe of the more I heal or fill in the blank, whatever it is, the closer I will be to my goals, which aside from like therapy and bettering myself, that may be true, but like, it's not a exchange. I don't feel, or at least I'm, I'm rejecting the idea that it's this conditional value And instead that, again, this is such a simple concept that I often realize is not like fully integrated, but like that, that I'm inherently worthy despite what I do, what I think, how I manage my life and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I think also to the point of being as women, this expectation of us to be graceful and not offensive 
I realize that that is that is totally you know just a byproduct of racism and patriarchy to keep like especially black and brown women controlled and in that way I also manage my art I'm feeling you know untethered in a good way <laughs> and that you know so much of my life I feel like is about like in the background this anxiety of like managing other people's reactions to me and I was driving I was thinking about you and wondering if you felt the same way but I was like driving the other day and there was this guy like walking a dog and I remember slowing down and thinking like oh I don't want to offend him if I'm like driving too fast for him and that is that is like <laughs> the epitome of how I <laughs> move around in this world is like oh uh projecting what I think others are thinking and how I okay that sorry that cut off I don't even know uh, where what I was saying it just the screen went dark and then I'll, I was like oh it's not recording and I don't even know where I was but <laughs> anyway those those have been kind of my my recent things that I've been turning over in my mind and also also this idea that like I'm waiting for someone else to see something in me instead of and, and like and and putting myself into the box that I think other people want me to be in in order to see my value and rejecting that outright and being like fuck everyone like I am going to do whatever it is I want to do in whatever I weigh I want to do it and I don't give a fuck if people see value in it or not right like that's what I'm trying to embrace now which you know I feel like I it's always this perpetual cycle of like realizing this and then forgetting about it and then realizing it in a more I guess impactful way or deeper way hopefully it'll stick this time anyway all right let me know how you're doing Thank you for listening to my rants and I hope there's some resonance. <laughs> if not, I'm sorry. Okay. Talk to you later. This is the way I want to kick off my days. <laughs> this was so exciting and fun to listen to. And I'm like, oh yeah, let me jump in there with you. I'm like taking off my clothes, like jumping into the pool with you so that we can like dive deeper. So all of that resonated. And you know, I wanna say first that you, in your last voice memo, you said that like, it's this cycle of remembering this and then forgetting it and then remembering it again and then forgetting it. And you know what? That is how you build, that's how we learn and that's how we build a habit is by kind of like if you're trying to like kick sugar or whatever I don't know and you have it and then you're like oh my god it's like not good for me to have this much sugar and then you go like a prolonged period of time without it and then you have like a slip up and then you have it again and then all of a sudden you're back to having it again consistently and then but with each time like 
each quote unquote slip up, it's shorter and shorter, right? Until eventually the habit is just formed. And I think it, this is the, this is the same thing is that it's like when we have these like really profound realizations, it's integrating on like a cellular level and it takes a minute to like stick because it challenges and sort of discredits all of the patterning and belief systems that we've been programmed to believe about ourselves. So um, this is really good because I bet you too, you realizing this again and pairing that with writing it down in your journal is really going to help solidify it. And it just means that you're closer or you've arrived at integrating this all the way into your being. But to answer your question about if I grew up religious, I definitely did. We weren't like, like, it's interesting because I was really the religious one. Like my mom was Christian and like, she'd go to church. Like We grew up going to church and I would go to like church camp. <laughs> and then she kind of just like stopped going to church. And then I was going on my own. Like I was so gung ho. I think I was looking for like belonging and I was looking for answers to, you know, it was like an escape for how tumultuous my home life was. And I think I found like, you know, God and like Christianity helped give me hope. And so I, at like nine years old, was like walking to church by myself. Um, and I even joined a purity group at like literally like 14 from like 14 to 16, I was in a purity group. My first concert was technically a Christian concert. And I fully was like planning to like save my virginity until I was married. But then I was like, hi, Chubby. Hi. Oh, good morning. Chubby is awake. He's come to say hello. Hi, baby. Um, but anyways, yeah. So, yes religious 1000% and there is I feel like religion in general is just so like patriarch patriarchy based so it makes sense to have adopted these like traits because women are shit on in like almost every religion it's like women are the root of all evil it's it's Eve it's Mary Magdalene it's like it's so ingrained in us and it's ingrained in men in particular to really like hate women because we represent this like evilness essentially. Um, and I think with that, as women, we've been trying to like shed that. I think there's a lot of shame that we feel internally that we're confused on like, why do I feel so much shame around just existing? and or shame around my sexuality or shame around my body all of it shame around my beauty and religion plays a huge part of that or a part in that and just obviously the patriarchy in general but like I love that you've reached this place of like that like epiphany of being like that's not real 
Like that's other people's shadow selves. It's an illusion and it's not real. And that's not my reality. And I get to take up space. I'm not inherently evil. I am not the reason why men can't fucking control themselves. I'm not the reason why, you know, whatever. I am, I deserve to be here. It's my God-given right. And I deserve to take up space. And really, like, it's such a great, because I do this too, where like one minute I, I get this and then the next minute I'm like, you know, walking on the edge of the sidewalk again. But, um, and I'm like, no, I can walk in the middle of the sidewalk. <laughs> I can take up space too. Fuck you. You know, it's like this, like, I get to exist and I can be loud and I can, like, say things and it's not on me if you, like, get offended by that. As long as, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, like, releasing this whole, like, idea of that being a woman is, like, bad. And all of the little nuanced ways that that's confirmed in society. It's really such a huge breakthrough to understand that that is false and it's not real and that's not the truth. Oh, thank you for sharing this with me. I'm all like fired up. I'm like, yeah, yes. And I'm going to like take that into my day today. Okay. I have all of these reactions that I'm, that I have while I'm listening to your voice memos, but I was like, just like, giggling and nodding my head. I just want you to know that I'm, yes, everything that you said. And also thank you for the validation. Like the first uh, message you sent about uh, the sugar analogy is so on point, like could not be more on point than that. And you're absolutely right. It is just the cycle of, and even releasing whatever negative connotation that comes with quote unquote, it not sticking, you know, like just literally I am just questioning and observing and being curious about every single belief that I have and trying to peel back the layers. But yeah, this is, this is good. And we, Absolutely. Because I think both of us are, are the types of people who are too far the way of not taking up enough, uh, taking up enough space. I think we have uh, more than enough self-awareness to act according to our value system when it comes to things like this, you know, and I think for both of us, we need to, if anything, go a, even a step or two further past whatever point we believe taking up space means to us, because it's most likely the baseline. I, I'm, I'm absolutely positive that it is the baseline for every fucking mediocre man out there. Um, so yeah, I'm, I also, this energy, let's keep it going. And I'm really excited to see how it manifests throughout my day. Yay. <laughs> also, I don't know that we talked about your religious background. Did we? I can't remember. But holy shit. Yeah, I too uh, went to church camp. I, I mean, for me, it was uh, 
a means of survival. Um, but I had a ton of like religious trauma and abuse in my life. And, and so, yeah, completely failure yeah, on all of it. If there is like anything that's so super clear and evident outside of the fact that we were brought into each other's lives to like be this sort of like support system in this very intimate way and to like feel less alone in our like really complicated ways of growing up and we just like get each other there's like a feeling seenness so outside of that <laughs> it is also clear that we are totally gonna create something together because the way our lives have have so many similarities and very unusual similarities is not for nothing like i do not think it's coincidence and um i am just like i mean we will figure it out at some point and we've touched on it but like yes at some point we are gonna make something because i just feel like our both of our experiences and the way we view the world we brought that together and like did something with it. Oof, girl. Oh, I totally 100% agree. Like, I feel like we're sisters. We are sisters, obviously. <laughs> but <laughs> I also, like, I told you this. I asked the universe for, like, a creative soulmate. And I know that we both have projects that we're doing now. But somewhere like you said somewhere down the line i think we are going to create something together or like start a business i don't know something something that amplifies the voices of creators like us yeah this is going to be so good i'm so excited <laughs> so i had my first session today which was today was a meet and greet in the retreat and I'm gonna be <laughs> you share your morning pages with me and I'm gonna share this experience with you because um it's bringing up a lot in me already which I think is good but it's bringing up a lot and I'm gonna just share with you what's coming up right now and like maybe not vent but just talk through some of the things that like made me feel subconscious so it's an intimate group it's like five of us plus the coach and all of the women are like older and very far along in their careers and you know older women just exhibit a certain confidence so like one is a builder like she builds green homes like she's been doing it since 2004 like off the grid completely solar homes she showed us her house it's amazing <laughs> and then another woman is uh she called herself a professional student but she has a phd and another degree in like the psychology one's in psychology and then the other one's like has to do with the subconscious and like myth mythology I literally couldn't even fully understand it okay <laughs> the other one 
is also or the other one's a professor and she has her PhD in psychology or she, and she's a clinical psychologist and she's a professor at UCSB Pacifica and she teaches like um like she elaborates on somatic experiences and like Carl Jung and she specializes in trauma and creatives and how that affects one or the other. She also is like on the Grammys board and she also reviews submissions for people that want to get their graduate. And then the other person's the lawyer who's never lost a case. So <laughs> I was a little like intimidated. The great thing about this is that it's an expand like they're all expanders for me. And it's going to be really good to be around them and to know them. And then, like, the coach, she's, like, I knew she was good, which is why I wanted to, like, take her course. But, like, she's, she's like, casually talking about Glennon Doyle. Um, I don't know if you know who that is, but she's an author. She wrote Untamed and a few other best-selling books. And she's, like, oh, yeah, like, I took a flight with Glennon and da 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 like just like very cash okay <laughs> and that kept happening but it wasn't in a snooty way it was just like that this is their life way and i was like okay and there's also just the element where i'm like she has eight dogs and horses and big sur so there's also just like me who like really had to like you know hustle to get into this course <laughs> I'm like sitting in my apartment and they're all like in their beautiful elaborate places it's fine that was like not it's I'm just like sharing everything it wasn't like it deterred me or like made me feel like I didn't belong I was just kind of like observing it but there is one person in the group I'm not fully I'm not sure I'm driving with her so as soon as I got on the group, like on the call, like the coach was like, oh my gosh, how are you doing? We're so happy you're here. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. And then the older lady, her name's, she was like, and like, we're not, you know, it was, kind of, I was like, what, who are you? First of all, anyway, I was like, whatever, you know, like, I don't care. So we had to all go around and share like where we're from and like what we're working on and what we're wanting help with and what we want to get out of this experience. And I was like, I'm working on a memoir. I was like, but it's also kind of like a book about grief and death. Da 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 da. I give a little bit about my background, all that. Okay. We move on to the next person, next person. The last person was like, oh, you know, mine's kind of like, you know, I, I resonated with Jasmine's a bit, you know, but it's not like, it's, it's kind of like a memoir, but it's not, I don't want it to be a memoir. I'm just kind of using my experience to talk about this broader thing and chimes in and she was like, oh, you know, that's what I'm trying to do with my book. She was like, I have no interest in writing a memoir. I just want to use myself and my experiences to write about this other thing. And they're talking about that. And then, so 
and the lady's like, yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know if I could call it a memoir. It's just me kind of using my experiences and it's like, no, like not a memoir. I would not write a memoir, ick. And I'm like, first of all, I don't know if she just meant ick. And she didn't say it as catty as I just said it. Cause she doesn't, she's like monotone. She was just like, oh, not a memoir, ick. And I was like, it's kind of rude cause I'm writing a memoir. And, but also like, she might just be like that. And she meant ick towards herself to write about herself. Cause she was like, yeah, I don't like writing about myself. And that's always been like my hang up with memoir too, is I'm like, I don't want this. I don't want to be like self-indulgent, you know, like that's already an insecurity. And I just felt like that just made me feel kind of shitty. So but I also don't know if I was already being sensitive because I was already nervous and feeling intimidated by the group. Apologies that this is so many voice memos. I should have just called you or like text you to see if you're available to talk. I don't like calling people out of the blue because it just feels really like aggressive. That's how it feels to me when people do that. Like if they're if it's not an emergency, you know, you're, I always feel like it's an emergency when I get a phone call. Um, <laughs> anyway, so tomorrow we share our writing. Like we read one of our chapters and I don't even, I, I don't know if I should like preface it before I go into it. Like they're all writing like low key studious things like elaborations off dissertation kind of things um and I almost like feel like I need to go into it like and protect my baby a little bit and be like you know this is not that like I this is not a um deep dive into the like subconscious of my trauma like I'm not quoting article or like sources and doctors throughout this like they all have like site like major citations this is just my story and like some of you have already expressed how you feel about memoir and I get that and feel free to not give me any feedback <laughs> I'm already ready to come in bitchy because it's my baby but also I don't want to like mess up the energy of the group if I, you know, if I didn't mean it that way and I'm just like being sensitive. But anyway, that is how first session went. It was like two hours long and I am amazed by everyone in the group. All of these women are so strong and I feel like what a connection to be able to like be in their orbit it's kind of insane and of course there were so many synchronicities that proved we were all meant to be like in this group together I mean I still don't know about but I'll let you know I'll report back <laughs>